The toy bar is open. Come wander on in, grab a stool, and hang out with a drink while your hosts and toy bar flies, Jason Duvall and Dave Draper, discuss, argue, and celebrate their love of toys, games, and all things collectible. Brought to you by. Uh, we'll get back to you on that. This is Dave and Duvall's. Toys and Ladies Collectibles. And Welcome to an all new episode of David Duvall's Toys and Collectibles right here wow. on ToyWorldOrder.com and in iTunes and Stitcher under Toy World Order. We're your hosts. I'm Jason. I'm Duvall. That's Dave. I forgot what I was saying because I was messing with stuff. Yeah. I'm Duvall. That's Dave Draper. We're back to the old mic. Eh, it's fine. I fixed it. Did you? I think so. Okay. It's good. It's fine. It's all good. Plus, we're all we're both closer to this mic. and um, Yeah. I don't think we're particularly closer than we are to the other one. Eh, we're close enough. Hey, we're back. We didn't uh, have a show last week because uh, Jason and Carrie both were sick. Yeah. Not with the, the COVIDs, but... Uh, Doesn't matter uh, anymore. Not really. No, it could have been. It maybe no one. Uh, we both had colds. Carrie had it first, and she likes to joke, when we came back from Florida last year, she got sick. Well, yeah, we I, I, I yeah. know, because then you got yeah. sick, and then you came and over to my house, yeah, and, and I, I got you. sick. Yeah. And then you caught COVID. And then I caught COVID. <laughs> Uh, but Carrie, yeah, but I don't want to talk about that because I don't want to get on the Ministry of Information's bad list <laughs> Jesus to compare Christ. COVID and a, ah, a normal cold. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, Carrie like started to feel bad and she's like, I'm Florida sick. And I went, oh no. And I thought, ah, I made it. Like She got better in like four days and I made it. And then like a day and a half later, I was like, oh no, I'm Florida sick now. This is not good. So it was good times. You're great. Yeah. I was still coughing by Christmas. <laughs> I know you were, poor bastard. Do not handle. I didn't. Well, I don't want to get on any government information bad, bad side, but as a rule, I do not handle uh, uh, cold or like stuff that messes with my lungs. Yeah, very well. Yeah, Dave. Dave they go, go back. They go back normally. Yeah, there might have been one exception that went very quickly and wasn't that bad. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want this. This podcast to get flagged. <laughs> we actually had a post. We had a joke post in our fan group. That Facebook fact check. Yes, they did. And it was funny. We were it wasn't like, even about what the post was about. No. It's like, really? All right. Well, cool. Elon Musk is not planning on shutting down Twitter. Like, nobody cool. said yeah, that. Nobody said that. Cool. It was about him buying Star Wars. Cool, cool beans there, yeah, yeah. Facebook. Thank, thank, you, thank, thank you. you for protecting us. Yeah, thank you for protecting us from those terrible, terrible things. Oh, man. Uh, trust me, after this week, if that's the least political thing we do on this show, you're lucky. Yeah, um, boy. So anyway, yeah. collectibles and toys and oh yeah, and movies. Yeah, apparently we're a movie podcast now, which I'm fine with. Yeah, well, I'm kind of like movies. Hey, we'll be talking about Doctor Strange next week. Why bother? Hey, just go look on uh, YouTube right don't now. Don't go look on YouTube. Well, by the time you'll this this will come out, it'll, you'll, it'll, you'll, you'll yeah. either yeah. But by the time this comes out, yeah, well, especially it'll be out of the week. Yeah, it's I, I I had it spoiled for me on Sunday, and then you then you helpfully like. You sent me you you gave me enough information that I figured it out on myself. My own. Yeah, because. Uh, um, I was like, oh, I wonder why such and such is trending on Twitter. Oh, I shouldn't have clicked on that. Son of a bitch. To be fair, in this last week, I've seen two videos. I haven't watched them, but I've seen the screen caps, and they have him in costume. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. Oh, right. oh okay. Yeah, okay. Well, they have the scene with him, apparently. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Or her. Or does, her. Does, it, does it have to be a male character? No, that that no. was a surprise cameo. Uh, but again, as Dave said today, as I was bitching about how Movies need to open day and date around the world from now on to avoid the shit because it opened in like the UK last week, and of course that's how all the stuff's getting. Used. Maybe because again there was like the world premiere and then there uh, they've had critic screens because I've watched at least one review. Yeah, 
So, uh, but I was like, yeah, I need to open this day and date so we can avoid this stuff. And Dave was like, well, in, in their defense, that never work. And also, we knew that uh, all three Spider Men were going to be in the Spider Man movie, and we still went. I'm like, yeah, it's, it was still good. And and we know not, you, at this point, you know not to. Well, you know the the irony is, I'm watching. We were just talking about this, the a, a trial. Yeah. And the the channel I'm watching it on, I've watched this guy for a long time. He's not into like the Marvel movies, right? Right. Like, and so, and he reads every super chat that he's given. So somebody and someone Endgame. spoiled Endgame. Yeah. And he didn't even know what he was saying. He's just like, "Oh, Tony and Natasha die. I, okay, thanks for that ten dollars." And I'm like, "Like, that better be a goddamn joke." And yeah, it was not. It was not. So I'm I'm sort of taking my life into my own hands. Yeah, yeah. Something I wanted to talk about a couple weeks ago, and I forgot about it, was that uh, AMC's CEO. Um, a couple weeks ago, actually on the 22nd of April, uh, announced via Twitter and then uh, everywhere else announced that uh, in the next uh, couple of years, they are going to be transitioning all of their current digital projection systems to laser projectors. Okay. Which is actually what I have in the home theater downstairs, which is a 4K laser projector. Okay. And it's uh, colors, like it's it's crisper. Like it's just the picture's better because, <coughs> because of the laser... You know, I don't because of magnets because it gets technical. Magnets, yeah. How do they work? Um, it's a it's a brighter, sharper picture. Um, they're I think they're much they they suck less power than the current digital projectors they have. Okay. So um, you know they're they're green. Um, well, I see blue and red and orange. <laughs> uh, quarter of a billion dollar upgrade to every AMC. Well, apparently, was, apparently, all those shenanigans what, a year ago uh, paid off. Yeah, boy, did they playing with the stocks. Yeah, a friend of mine, I guess his AMC theater has become sort of some weird boutique AMC theater or something. Really? Yeah, because like uh, at Doctor Strange, they're giving out these popcorn buckets, which is a thing. They yeah, yeah, out. not yeah. giving out, but they're like twenty five bucks. Yeah, it's like a box. I don't know. It's a, anyway, it's, it's the box from Spider Man No Way Home. home. Yeah, yeah it's, it looks sort of like it. Yeah, but anyway, like his isn't doing that. Oh, really? No. Well, so ours didn't. Ours, uh, the Batman, right? The Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We didn't have the Batman one, or if we did, they were gone by the time we got there. Yeah. Um, hell, we went to opening night for Ghostbusters, and they still had plenty of Ecto-1s. Yeah, but I remember, like, after we got there, some people hit that place hard. Yeah, they did. Oh, maybe they're getting in there earlier. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Point being, but if they have them, I'm on the hook for one. Are you? Because, like, I've... Gotta get everyone thinks him. I'm a jerk, but I'm always like doing nice. You're thing. not a jerk because yeah, I got yeah. that. I got that one for what's his face. Oh, for Krishit. Sure, him. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Why well, remember his name? <laughs> she says, "Chris has sent you so much stuff over the years." I got. Hey, he didn't. Ex- he was like, "No, I didn't get one." I'm like, "You want one?" He's like, "Really?" I did. I, I made him very happy. You did make him very happy. I, I feel like remembering his name is sort of gravy. <laughs> Uh, greatest fans of the world, ladies and gentlemen. Greatest fans of the world. Sure. Our tens and tens. Yeah. We went to uh, Toy Man last Sunday. And okay. Chris McQuillan, who, who runs Toy Man. Speaking of which, he lost a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's he slimmed down quite yeah. a bit. Because I think he was... Okay, don't go into, like, numbers. He's well, just, no, you know, like, he's, just, he's, he's lost just... a lot of weight. He looks... He looks... He looks good. Um... But he come through a side door. We were talking to our buddy dealer Dan, and he comes through the side door right by Dan's booth. And you know, we said hi, and he's like, "Oh, look at these internet celebrities! Just think they can do whatever they want." I'm like, "Our tens and tens of listeners would agree with you." It was a uh, it was an interesting toy man. It was uh, I guess you could call it that. I didn't buy anything. 
I bought I bought a couple of things from one guy. Yeah. There's this one guy that has like this ridiculous collection and he's getting rid of it piece by piece. Yeah. He charges way too much, but it's stuff yeah. that you never see anywhere. Yeah, because Dave got the MASH helicopter from him. The last toy man we yes. went to last year, I think. Yeah, it was a uh, while ago. Yeah. And it was a this, little while ago. Yeah, and this time you got the Jeep. Jeep, which was the last thing I needed. Yep, which was the last piece. I would have gotten it last time, but he doesn't do like credit or... Yeah, he just does cash. And, uh, no. um, I, I look, like I saw stuff that was cool, but I was like, uh, I don't need any of this. Well, my thing was, I feel like I, I made this joke with Dan, I'm a victim of my own success. Yeah. We're like, I've got it all. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Dave sought out everything, and now I'm... My collection is so streamlined to the point where the stuff that I'm looking for, probably not going to find it a show like Toy Man. Well, that's why I paid the, the money that I did with that one guy, because, you, you know, you never see MASH stuff. Yeah, I know. Never. Never. At least not in shows. Not the vehicles. Anyway. Not the vehicles. You see the figures. You might see the figures in a bin because somebody doesn't know what they are. Yeah, but, but never the vehicles. Yeah. Or that playset. No, I got the playset. I know you do, but I'm just saying, yeah. Kelly, you bought the playset a decade ago, it seems like. I bought it a long time ago. Yeah. What I got well, that, that was how I would get into collections. So I'd I'd find the, the worst piece to get. Yeah. Get that first. Yeah. Get that out of the way. So it's not like because you know otherwise it's like I've got everything but the most expensive rarest piece and I'll never get it. It's like yeah. I just I don't. Start. I saw somebody on one of my Facebook groups that we actually that bought some stuff from Carlos Barone. Okay. Where he bought uh, a toy man. He bought the Sears, uh, the Dreadnought set that you had an extra extra of somehow. It was like the 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 Dreadnought. Uh, the the four by four the vehicle because it had the missile launcher because you didn't bring the missiles and you're like well oh, I have, yeah, yeah, I yeah, have yeah, them yeah 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 we ended up sending them to him to yeah. finish off but uh, he somehow I don't know, he found some guy some warehouse dude that just had tons and tons of stuff that had been picked over already but he got to go and shop from it and bought a ton of stuff and of course he and some buddies went and they had they bought a bunch of shrinky dinks and I was like oh how much you know because he's selling all I was like well, what are you looking for on the shrinky dinks. And he quoted me the price, and I was like, I should have bought every fucking shrinky dink I could have a decade ago. When <laughs> nobody fucking wanted them. Now he's like, oh, there was like, there was real Ghostbusters, which I did real Ghostbusters were going to be fucking expensive. Uh, and these are like the little sets, like these. So he was like 70 on the Ghostbusters, uh, like 70 on My Little Pony, and I was like, fuck, nobody wanted that shit a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Like, god damn it, I should have bought it all. Dude, there was like... We're old enough that I remember a time when nobody wanted, like, Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wish I could go back to then. I remember, you know, we was talking about when Danny and I had the toy show, uh, the toy shop open. Nobody was buying New Adventures. Nobody was buying Food Fighters. We bought them for the store off eBay for, like, a dollar a piece. Well, look, a card. this is one of those things, like, I know, it's not even my horn. I'm not tooting my own horn because I had nothing to do with it. I wasn't even there at the time. But I think the food fighters thing really is you guys. Yeah, like I really think you kicked that off. Yeah, Danny with his pop culture, yeah, pop culture yeah. stuff. Yeah, with the, that new toy small stuff, just like catapulted that into people's memory again, and they were like, "Oh yeah, food fighters. Oh, let's go look for those." And the prices just started to go up from yeah. there. <sighs> I mean, that was one nobody cared about at the time, and then yeah. nobody cared about after the time. It was only until Danny. What made- I know, and Danny, you know. Him not blowing smoke up his own ass. When he was working on the master's book, he was like, you know, some of this, some of these pieces, the prices are still decent on. He's like, I'm worried. He's like, I'm going to buy the stuff that I need now yeah. while I'm working on this book. Because the minute this book comes out and people go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. They're going to start going after it. 
And sure enough, that's what's happened. He-Man prices are fucking... Not not because of Danny, but just because it seems like a lot of that stuff has skyrocketed. Yeah. You know? So. Um, yeah. Exactly. Wow. Huh? Nothing. Oh. The, there, was, there was a cat in the background. Was, oh, oh, yeah. Big guys. Make a joke. Yeah, I'm sorry. I missed the joke. Uh, Jurassic World Hammond Collection is releasing some new figures. Uh, we've got... Let's see. There's a raptor out. There's a raptor and Malcolm e- are out e- right Malcolm, now. And I yeah. think... The Parasolophosaurus. I can't never pronounce the name. The Parasolophosaurus is out. I'm like, oh boy, that one. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Alan Grant is coming. Uh, these are basically the three and three quarter inch deluxe figures. Yeah, they're boxed. They come with a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Grant comes with two heads: one with sunglasses and the hat on, one with the hat off. I'm guessing the hat's removable. Um, Maybe. He comes, I mean, you get the whole other head. I don't know. Yeah. Why, uh, why has he got a gloved? I don't know. He's got. He's got. Maybe he used that when he t- I think maybe he touched the baby raptor. Oh, okay, because he does come with the baby raptor. Yeah. Um. He comes with a flare. He comes with a hand with the the velociraptor claw. Yeah. Um. Of course, these are Dave scales. We need the so. fat kid. Yeah. Yeah. Do we? Boy, do we? Um. I mean, they're they're decent looking figures. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the expression on yeah. the end. Un- on the un- unmasked one, yeah. Uh, mask, but like uh, the, the, the non-hat, non-sunglasses one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's... a little more in the mouth of madness than Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, boy, is it. Um, the one with the hat is pretty good, though. Yeah, the one with the hat's good. So those should uh, those should be hitting. And you said yeah, that they were doing... They're doing Ellie, too. They're doing a lot. They're doing Ellie. They're doing uh, a Baryonyx. They're doing... Um, I know they're doing a T-Rex. They're, they're doing a lot. It's it's the collector Right, right, yeah. It's the collector line. I was just looking to see what... Uh... They've got them on Big Bad. So yeah. I've, I've already ordered them. Oh. Oh, they had like a big dump, and I was like... Oh, yeah, there's a Triceratops, there's a Ceratosaurus. Yeah, Ceratosaurus. Ceratosaurus thing. Uh, the Baranox. Oh, Jurassic World Uncaged. What that is. Yeah, you're right. The Parasophilophus. Parasophilophosaurus. Uh, Velociraptor. Yeah, Ellie Sattler. Yeah, so. Mm. Some uh, some good stuff coming. The Jurassic Park line is amazing. Oh, I... Aside from the fact that it's like a half a Target exclusive these days. Yeah, I know. I It's probably my favorite toy line right It now. seems like you haven't had a lot of trouble finding them lately, though. I have not. Yeah. I've been lucky. Knock on wood. <laughs> well, and I've got the next one already pre-ordered. I got the pre-ordered on that one. Right. Because I missed the one on... Uh, I missed the ones for Lex, and I missed the one for uh, uh, Tembo. Yeah, yeah. They both showed up at the store. Yeah, they did. They were like, pretty plentiful, too, yeah. Uh, Super 7 is teasing an LJN-style Thundercats Ultimate 7-inch Mumra, which is actually, I think, has pissed a lot of people off, because uh, the the, uh, the original, like, the, the Super 7 has got this really bad problem, it seems, through collectors. Like, you know, Chitara was part of, like, their Wave 2, and they're, like, offering, like, I wave think it was five. Wave 1. Was it Wave 1? And it was, was early. Like, it was like two years ago. They're finally shipping her. Are they? Yeah, they're finally shipping her. Um, and they f- seem to have fixed the body that people were upset about, but not enough to where they're not upset. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I try not to read. There's so much anger about toys anymore that I see a lot of it, and I'm like, Jesus, people. But uh, they teased that coming out. Uh, a company called Plastic Meatball uh, has done a line of retro Time Bandits figures. Yeah. Um, so anyone's a fan of the Time Bandits film, which is a... That's a good film. Directed by Terry Gillen. Terry Gillen film. Um, we got uh, a Randall figure from that. We got uh, Og as a pig. 
uh, and we got evil. They don't like. I okay that that picture of the back of the guy's head, of evil's head, has a lot of detail. But like that character had so much detail, yeah. you know? Yeah, and he just he looks very boring and plain, like a. First of all, everyone keeps making the same goddamn mistake about Star Wars figures. That that because the heads were very simple, that the sculpts were simple. Yeah. The sculpts were not... Like, if you go neck down, most of those figures had very detailed sculpts. Yeah. His isn't bad. His isn't Randall's isn't bad. bad. I like the map. Yeah, the map's a nice little feature. Um, and then Og as a pig is... Because well, remember, he turns into a full pig, so he's yeah. like, that's halfway through the transformation. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a pig figure. Yeah, yeah, Eagles. If that had a little, like, if Haya had done that figure, yeah, I might have bought it. Yeah, um, but it's cool. You can find those. Uh, I think you can pre-order those from. Uh, they got them in big bag. Yeah, and plasticmeatball.com. You can find them, so you can pick those up. Uh, it was uh, it was Star Wars Day, that wonderful corporate holiday that they created for May the Fourth, so they can say May the Fourth be with you. Um, well, then Revenge of the Sixth. Revenge of the Revenge, Sixth. Revenge of the, of the Fifth. Fifth. Yeah. Um, and I think it should be the Sixth Strikes Back. There is one, there, dude. They've got one for like half the month. They've, they've got a, they've got a name for one. Uh, we got a uh, look at some new figures, including a Star Wars Black Series Obi Wan Kenobi, the Wandering Jedi. Uh, I'm guessing from uh, from Kenobi. Yeah, from Kenobi. Um, so they they revealed this during his appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Yeah. Um, this should be out by May 11th. He had a new trailer. Yeah, had a new trailer this last week, which was interesting. We got our first look at Vader. Yeah, I mean, there's a cool story about uh, you and McGregor talking about. You know, he points out that in the prequels, he never had a scene with Vader in the costume. No, he didn't. And so he's like, I, I was, I was intimidated. He's like, I, I'm in front of this monster that I've never seen before. It was scary. Yeah, was like, which is kind of cool. cool. Yeah, and it's nice to have uh, Hayden some back in as well. Yeah, I'm glad they're giving him a little love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see what else we get. We got uh, Diamond Select Toys and Gentle Giant. Uh, looks like we're getting some uh, some stuff for Shop Disney. Uh, so a deluxe action figure Chewbacca from Diamond Select, which you'll be able to find in uh, probably the parks. Most of this Disney Diamond stuff you'll be able to find in the parks. Uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi Princess Leia 1-6 scale minibust. A uh, Luke Skywalker Red 5 12-inch jumbo figure. I'm amazed there's still General Giant still pop. Well, okay, the deal with that is it, it's a different head. The original uh, pilot Luke had a helmet head. <laughs> yeah, he did. And he? that's like the, the the basic Luke figure. Actually, it's more like the uh, Bespin Luke head. Yeah, yeah. So it's an unhelmeted figure, which they never did before. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Hasbro, of course, kicked off May the 4th with uh, a bunch of reveals, uh, including uh, Retro Collection, uh, the uh, Ashoka's... Vintage. Yeah, the Vintage, the vintage 30, uh, 332nd Ahsoka's Clone Troopers. Yeah. So we got one of her clone troopers. One of her clone troopers, Anakin. Yep, Anakin and three three quarter inch. Um, a Mandalorian. The Super Commander. Commando, yeah. Uh, this one's kind of cool. Yeah, the Gaming Greats Heavy heavy Assault, which is kind of neat. Uh, um, I mean, that's just, it's literally cobbled together. Yeah, I know. They've, done, they've done the Heavy Gun before. Uh, gaming Greats Stormtrooper Commander. These Some of these were not great reveals, honestly. Well, they're, they're mostly just Stormtroopers and Clone Troopers with different paint yeah, jobs. Phase 1 Clone Troopers. Uh, a New Hope collectible multi-pack for the the retro collection. I didn't see that one. Yeah, which is... Uh, I bet that's an exclusive. Yeah, Stormtrooper, Vader, Luke, Leia, Chewie, and Han. Um, you can get the Hasbro Pulse or ShopDisney.com uh, on 526. Uh, 70 bucks. 
I mean, I hate to be that guy, but these days that's not bad. It's not, no, it's not bad. Uh, Black Series six inch Princess Leia in her Ewok Village outfit. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, figuring Dan. Yep, uh, figuring Dan from uh, Black Series. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're also doing a vintage collection. Yes, version. they are. Uh, the New Republic security droid, a Obi Wan Kenobi Force FX Elite lightsaber, mm-hmm. and then yes, the Black Series six inch uh, Nalan Chiel. Uh, the Black Series Darth Vader Premium Electronic Helmet, which is really nice looking. Yeah. Uh, Black Series 6-inch Clone Trooper, the 187th Battalion. I love Star Wars, but I just don't have it in me to keep track of all the different... No. Stormtrooper units and no, Clone Trooper Christ, units no. and... Dear Lord, no. I just, I don't. No. Hot Toys showed up a bunch of stuff. Uh, they're doing a uh, battle droid for Attack of the Clones. Okay. Um, they're giving them new boxes to make them kind of look uh, more retro, metro, retro looking. Um, I don't know if Hot Toys has ever done a battle droid. I don't think they have. I don't know. What's nice about this battle droid is he comes with an alternate C-3PO head you can plug in. He yeah. has light of eyes, which is awesome. Yeah, from Attack of the Clones. Yes. Uh, but he comes with the uh, clone trooper gun, a uh, bunch of different uh, weapons and stuff. No, he comes with a, uh, a a battle droid gun. A battle droid gun. Yes, I'm sorry. A little droid backpack. Gun. I think he's got this backpack. Yeah, his backpack. He's got binoculars, macro binoculars, and I think different hands. Yeah, yeah, it looks like yeah, it looks like different different fingers. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's kind of cool. It's it's nice to see Hot Toys doing uh, a non human figure. I guess. I guess. Um, I love I love they included the C three PO head, which is of course, that's a nice touch. Yeah, <laughs> even though that's like the worst part of possibly the entire nine movies. Right. Like it's I it's. It's in there, so I, I I appreciate that they added it. Yeah. Uh, oh, what a drag. Oh, what a drag. And then, of course, they're doing uh, one six-scale clone pilot and clone trooper hmm. in those in these newfangled boxes. So. Newfangled. Yeah. Um, kind of cool. I, you know, again, clone the, the, the clone pilot's neat because he's got two different helmets. Uh, regular clone trooper helmet and then, like, the pilot helmet. Yeah. And then just the Clone Trooper is just a nice, you know, Hot Toys Clone Trooper. Well, okay. It looks like they're doing two different helmets on that two one. Like phase on one and Phase 2. Yeah, Phase 1 and Phase 2. Yeah. So, those are cool. But those are expensive. Yes. Hot Toys are always, yeah, Hot Toys always expensive. They're nice, but yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we also get Attack of the Clones uh, C-3PO and R2. C-3PO and R2-D2. Oh my god, R2 comes... Like, how many different 3PO heads do you need? Uh, what's great is C-3PO comes with the Battle Droid head. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, R2-D2 comes with the C-3PO head as well. And then just a multiple array of, of assortment... Uh, Attachments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah C-3PO... Yeah, I was going to make a joke when we were talking about the battle droid that they need a R2 to, to drag the head around. Yeah, yeah. But they were already ahead of me. Yeah, they no were. No pun intended. Yep, there you go. There's the the little picture. Let me see if I can find a better picture of it, of him. Uh, here we go. Um, comes with the attachment. Yeah, that's that's where the line "what a drag" comes yep. from. Yeah, comes with the, comes with the attachment that you can plug into his head, and he can drag it a around. Suction cup. <laughs> it's awesome. Bravo to Hot Toys, man. I I know we always talk about how, you know it's Hot Toys; they're always going to be nice, but um, I, I I like when they do stuff like that. It makes me smile. It's cute. Uh, we finally got a full look at the. Uh, NECA TMNT Universal Monsters Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, and this actually is uh, April O'Neil, but it's Judith Hogg as April O'Neil, hmm. which is people found really interesting. But uh, it's actually a really nice looking. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a really cool looking figure. 
Um, and of course, you can get a regular one or a signature edition one signed by Judith Hogg. Right, now, now, I'm ignorant. Was she ever actually in that, like, for like a show? No, 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 no. Okay. No. So but it is just a neat little detail. It is just a neat little okay. detail, yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. Like, she comes with... Uh, she comes with a dagger that's a lightning bolt. She's got a spider that can that can connect to her. She comes with little uh, two little rats, a um, couple sets of hands, uh, a, a weapon that's actually an, looks like an old school um, radio microphone. Radio microphone, but it's basically a bolt, a lightning uh, lightning rod. Yeah, lightning rod. Uh, she comes with a bag that's a chained bag that's got a padlock and a bone sticking out of it, and uh, two different heads. So yeah, it's a it's a really cool looking figure and. Uh, they did a little commercial for this. Uh, they've been they've got uh, a stop go animation, uh, an animator guy that they've working with that was that made himself popular on Twitter and he ended up getting a job doing all these for NECA and he's been doing all these Universal Monster ones and the Judith Hogg one the, the April O'Neil one they actually got Judith to come back and play April at least her voice mm. for the first time since the first Turtle movie. So yeah, uh, thirty two ninety nine is the standard one. The signature edition's probably gone. Uh, it was two thousand pieces, and it was priced at a hundred dollars. Mm. So that was, was kind of neat. Nice to finally see that. Uh, Reaction revealed their Peanuts Wave Five, and this wave is all about Snoopy. Mm. Uh, we get a Puffy Coat Snoopy, a Secret Agent Snoopy, a Surfer Snoopy, a Franken Snoopy. Uh, let's see, a Lumberjack Snoopy, and Baseball Snoopy. So some different Snoopies there for people to. Take their picks of for the 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 peanuts the 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 the, the strip inspired peanuts line. Yeah, uh, they're all available through Super Seven the, the Super Seven They're eighteen bucks a piece. Yeesh. Yeah. Uh, then the other NECA thing they showed this week was uh, they finally showed off their um, uh, oh god what was the actor's name um, um, Her- uh, uh, Claude Claude Rains Claude Rains uh, Claude Rains is uh, Invisible Man from the Invisible Man. And it's great because you know he we've got we've got the Invisible Man wrapped up. I, uh, normally, when they do this character, it's not in this suit. It's that when they've done figures for the Invisible Man in the past, it's always like in his later outfits. Um, I think he's got a later outfit where it kind of looks like almost like uh, isn't that like, a dressing like, gown? Yeah, it's like a dressing gown. Yeah, um, this actually is him in the suit. Um, he's got a, a beaker with some stuff in it. His head's wrapped up. Uh, goggles and a nose, and of course he comes with the book, uh, his his uh, his 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 journal, journal, um, the stuff in the jar, and then you can he comes with a, a little nose, a hair piece, and the goggles because all that stuff wrapped around him is of course is fake, so he you know looks somewhat human. Um, yeah. So for fans of Universal Monsters that are picking those up, you'll be able to find those hopefully pretty easy. I haven't really seen them. Uh, Hot Toys showed off a new Marvel figure uh, for Spider-Man No Way Home, this time being Electro. So we get Jamie Foxx as the No Way Home version of Electro. Uh, and it's nice because he comes with this attachment for the head that, of course, in the movie, he had. Uh, there was a moment in the film where the electricity makes his around his face makes it look like he's got the old uh, the, the comic Electro. Cla- the classic yeah. comic uh, mask. Yeah, so he comes with an attachment you can attach to the head to make you look like that, which is kind of cool. But... Uh, I liked this Electro a lot more than I liked the the Amazing Spider-Man Two Electro. Yeah. Um, so he's 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 nice looking. It's a nice likeness of Jamie Fox. Um, that's a nice look at the like the ecto the exosuit he's got on. 
Um, it's not really an exosuit. It was just like a... It was a containment suit, I think, was what it was supposed to be. I don't know, because he made it himself, remember? Like, he he runs off in the fireman outfit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he shows up at the end, he's like, you like my new suit? Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, the containment thing was only the little bit. It was the chest piece, yeah. yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So, it's kind of cool. It's uh, nice, yeah. nice that they're doing, uh, slowly doing the whole No Way Home cast. Well, I mean, that's that's one of the flaws of Hot Toys is that they, uh, by the time they're done, it'll be like four or five yeah, years. Four or five we'll years. We'll be on phase five by the time. Surprised we're not still getting Avengers figures. Yeah, no. Well, we are technically. No, but I mean from the first one. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Scared waitress. Yeah. Uh, and then Marvel One Twelve Collection from Mesco, they showed off the uh, Letavarian Monarch himself, Doctor Doom. Um, hundred and fifty five dollars. These figures, Jesus yeah. God. These uh, these six inch figures have jumped. People want to bitch about Marvel Legends prices. Fuck you. Um, comes with some great, a uh, couple different heads, some different removable masks. Um, he's got a suit of armor made with real components, so it's got real chain and some actual metal diecast pieces. Um, his hooded tunic has posing wire in it. Um, you know, it comes with a stand. He comes with a hinged spell book with printed pages. Uh, two removable belts, two pouches, and a weapon holster. So uh, that's a nice way to get uh, a very nice Doctor Doom figure. Also comes with a bunch of different hands with the electricity and different finger poses and uh, basically like the Doctor Strange spell hands. Well, um, he was Sorcerer Supreme for a while. Yes, he was. Uh, it comes with an electroshock weapon and some attachments. Some but, other attachments for his... But, yeah, but does he come with Blackbeard's treasure? Mm. For those of you who, who are fans of Fantastic Four, his very first appearance... Was that he manipulated the Fantastic Four into going back into time to steal Blackbeard's tre- Blackbeard's treasure, which is hysterical. And then the thing became Blackbeard, yeah, and wanted to stay behind because he fit in, sort of, sort kind of. Uh, we also get a. He also comes with a cosmic power siphon harness that has a light up feature. Oh, is that from? Um, is that the thing he used in Secret Wars to get the Beyonders power? Yes, I think so. Oh, neat. Yeah, so. Neat. Who knows Domesco for doing... Uh, or maybe just to screw over Doing some deep cuts. Yeah, yeah, well, it could have been. He's, st- he's stolen cosmic power several times. Right? He's like, I'll take this. He's like fine. Lex Luthor and Cakes. He <gasps> just keeps stealing the same things over and over again. Oh, no. And Damn that's terrible. Damn you, Lex Luthor. Damn you to hell. Uh, it's been interesting. Uh, the, uh, it's been arresting? It's been interesting. Uh, the Avengers Campus... Has been like I'm surprised we don't have pictures of, and we'll talk about it from uh, the 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 newest character that was that was uh, revealed in this last episode of Moon Knight. I'm surprised that they haven't shown up at Avengers Campus and Disneyland yet, because it seems like every week when a new episode hits, that character, whichever it was, like first was Moon Knight and then Mister Knight, um, have been showing up at, uh, at at Avengers Campus. So I'm surprised we haven't got Harrow. Like, as a walk-around villain character. I mean, he's pretty... I mean, Ethan Hawke was great in the role, but, yes. like, visually, it was very kind of boring. Yeah, it was very, uh, very, uh, very south of the border, uh, <laughs> uh not south of the border, but, uh... What the hell are you battling I about? don't know. I was trying It was to... more like kind of a... He was a cult leader. Vaguely indie, East Indies guru kind of 60s, yeah. you know, like Beatles kind of... Yes. Silk pajama thing going on. Pajama. I mean, that's what it looked like, you know. Well, let's talk about Moon Knight. For those of you who haven't seen Moon Knight, you might want to shut the show off now. But uh, let's uh, let's discuss. We've had two weeks of Moon Knight. Okay. Uh, last week was uh, you were not impressed with last week's episode as much as I was. I got bored with it very quickly. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it was a whole episode, uh, basically in the afterlife, you know, um, Stephen and Mark basically learned that after running into the, the goddess uh, Tawi uh, at the end of episode four, you know, the whole episode five, they learned that the, the asylum they're in is actually the thereafter. It's basically purgatory. And they they have to balance their scales in order to make it to the uh, the field Feel of the reeds, reeds, yeah, which is paradise, yeah, uh, in Egyptian culture. So they spend this whole episode going, you know, back and forth through Mark's history um, to basically try to figure out well, why aren't the scales balanced? You know, because Stephen's like, you know, all of this history is my history too, and they you kind of you learn how, you know, Mark had a little brother. Um, and there was this cave where they lived, and they went into the cave, and it rained, and they're not supposed to go in there when it rains. The little brother dies, or so we think. We, ne- when we, we they have a funeral, but we never see a body. In the comics, one of his arch enemies is, is his, his brother. brother. Yeah, is his brother. And yeah, you never do see him die. Yeah, I'm, I'm betting there's like a thing where he got washed away. And... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, Stephen learns about that, and then you learn that when. Mark's well, they, little brother. To be to be fair, they to to be fair, they had set up in the previous episode when he's in the asylum. There's a movie showing, which is you know the adventures of Stephen Grant. Oh yeah, super archaeologist. Yeah, like super you actually see some of that film. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then in in Mark's bedroom, there's a poster for it. So for, in yeah. the world of the MCU, Stephen Grant's like Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, yeah. Uh, but it's interesting because you know you learn that Mark's mother lost her goddamn mind and and just like. Not just angrily blames him, violently blames him for the loss of her. What I'm guessing apparently was her favorite son, because uh, that's what I got from it. I'm like, wow, what a well. I mean, that's you know, that's the advantage of dying is that you can't like you know screw up True. and disappoint True. people. Um, his father, uh, amazing. His father had a, a more uh, rational take on things. He did. Um, he loved he loved both of his sons equally. He loved Mark after. His brother was gone, but uh, his mother did not. His mother blamed him, turned into a drunk, was violent, beat him, uh, which a beating is what leads him to create Stephen. Well, that's okay. I, you know, I'm not up on the literature, but I know that the thinking used to be that the whole the whole disassociative personality disorder or whatever it's technically called, uh, the, it's it's you create these other personalities to deal with something that you can't deal with. Right, and he could not deal, he with, could his not deal with his mother attacking him. So yeah. he created Stephen, who's the nice boy, the good boy, the yeah. you know. But also this this hero feat. It's weird because, like, the real Stephen isn't really... The real... The the the, the, the Mark Stephen isn't very much like the movie Stephen. Yeah. But, and it was weird. But, like, that's the idea, is that Stephen was his personality that was created so that he could handle the abuse from the mom. Yes. Uh yeah, they spend that whole episode, and then... Yes, uh, they do. It's, it's, which, was, which was my point. It's like, I kept getting the point, and then the thing would go on. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I get it. I, I want to get to, like, someplace other than this. And then they would keep cutting back to the asylum. They keep yeah. doing this, oh, wait, he's waking up in Harrow, Dr. Harrow's office. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's still just a dream. Yeah. I'm like, at this point, we know it's not a dream. Come on. Uh, at one point, Stephen discovers that... that while he's in Harrow's part of the afterlife, uh, Harrow tells him, your mother's dead. And Stephen accepts it. Because at the beginning of the show, he's calling his mom on the phone, yeah. leaving messages. Well, his mom's dead. Uh, and 
he finally accepts the fact that she's dead. You find out that the day that, that when they had her funeral, uh, I, well, it was it's called something in the Jewish heritage. Okay, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, it's it's they they sit for it's days. It's like a wake. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah there is a specific. It, term there's for a word it. for it. I apologize to any of our Jewish fans. I don't know the word. Is it sit I think it might uh, be maybe. Oh. Dave's gonna look it you up. Just but, keep meandering. Uh, but anyway, they're having that. And Mark's father looks out the window and sees Mark standing across the street with his yarmulke on. Drunk. Drunk. And Stephen's dad motions for him to come in. And Stephen shakes his head and starts to walk away. And he gets halfway down the road and he just falls to his knees and just breaks down. And he tells Stephen, that was the moment when I lost control between the two of us and you asserted yourself. And, you know, you find out that this has only been happening for a couple of okay, weeks. Okay, Shiva, Shiva is the week-long mourning process uh, in yes. Judaism for first-degree relatives. Yes. Uh, the ritual is referred to as sitting Shiva in English. Yes, there you go. Uh, and, of course, he, you know, he tells Stephen, that's, that's when I lost control. That's, that's when you started to assert yourself more easier, mm-hmm. or more easily than... Well, that's the implication. Yeah. Uh, but they, they finally, they get to the ship's... Uh, they, they, they get back outside the well, ship. The whole thing is, like, they go through this one door in the asylum. Like, the whole thing is, the asylum is like, I, I can't even come up with an analogy, but, like, each door leads to a memory. Yeah. And then one door leads to the deck of Tawit's ship, yeah. and she's supposed to be taken into the field of reeds, and if they get there and they're not balanced, then they get dumped into the sand. Well, and they convince her. Well, at one, at one point, she's like, the sky starts, like, raining souls. Yeah. And she's like, something is happening. Which is weird because it doesn't quite line up with the timing of the episode. But no, yeah. um, and he's like Mark and Stephen are like, you have to get us up there. And she's like, well, maybe, uh, uh, maybe we can, if we can get to Osiris's door, yeah. uh, maybe I can convince Osiris to open the door to allow you back through. Because he's like, we have to stop this. Um, but yeah, they they go back in the boat after that and they come back out, and she's you know. She basically tells him, you know, your, your scales aren't balanced. We've got, she, yeah, we've gotten there and your scales aren't balanced. Because she tells him the Duat, which is the, the Egyptian, the sandy ocean. She tells him, you know, if your scales aren't balanced, by the time we get to the field of reeds, the Duat will take your souls. And uh, so that, you know, they she's like, your scales don't balance. And all of a sudden, all these, all of the people that Mark has killed start climbing over the boat, these like sand zombies. What's, okay. Because he names I, them, he's like New York, Pittsburgh. Like he does that. Like there's a room in the asylum where they're all sitting. At, yeah, and they're all dead. Which is how they get on the whole brother thing, anyway. Because there's a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Mark starts fighting them, and they start to overpower him, uh, trying to drag him over the the side of the ship into the into the the, the sand. Um, and Stephen at one point's like, you know, you've got this, Mark. Well, wait a minute. If I'm you, I've got this too. And he goes after him, and they they beat him up, and they they celebrate, and then Stephen gets pulled over the side of the boat. And lands in the sand, and Mark's screaming for him, and Stephen basically gets turns to stone. Basically, like his soul is taken by the Duat, and he turns to this weird. Yeah, he he definitely like his his skin turns kind of pale white, kind of sandy. His eyes go blue. Yeah, it's. Yeah. it's... Um, and then that episode ends with Mark in the field of reeds, and of course, this episode opens with Mark in the field of reeds. Basically, after you get the recap and all that stuff, um, and. Tawat's like, he's like, this this is amazing. Like, I've, I've never felt this way. And she's like, this is the peace that you've never been able to have your entire life. Like, th- he's like, this is amazing. He's like, but I can't, I can't stay here. I can't leave Steven out there. 
I can't leave things the way they are. I have to get back. And she's like, if you leave this place, you can never come back. And, of course, he turns and runs and leaves um, and ends up in the sand and finds Steve. And, of course, they're right in front of the Osiris' door. Yeah. And he basically, he takes, he's got his heart in his hand. And he skipped that part. Tabby pulled out his heart and it wasn't big enough. And then she pulled out Steven's heart because they were two yeah. halves of the same hole. Yeah. Or, uh, and then the heart became Or perhaps. Yeah, or perhaps. Um, so he, he finds Steven in the sand and basically, you know, he has this, this speech he gives to this Steven, big speech. Yeah, where he basically tells Steven, you were, you were my superpower. You know, you were, you were my superpower all along, basically. Um, and just this bleeds his heart out to Steven. He's like, I don't know if you can hear me. And he freezes, but their hands, he's got his, put his heart in Steven's hand and they've got their hands around yeah. the heart. Um, and then the Osiris's door opens and they unfreeze and they're like, oh my God. And Tawit's like, oh my God, Osiris, you big softy. Because um, there's like a huge tidal wave of sand coming yeah. at them and she uses her boat to block yeah. it. And the, the greatest line of the whole solo series is Steven just screaming, Hippo! Which made me chuckle. It was funny. I, I loved that. That was, that was cute. Uh, but they race through the door of Osiris. While all this is happening, back in the real world, um, Haro uh, is basically uh, freed Amet. Well, he, he takes Amet, he gets the statue. Yeah. And then they go to the uh, Pyramid of Giza. And they confront the other avatars. We're like, kills oh my, oh my gosh, we were wrong all along. Yeah. And then he kills them as they deserve. Because the staff turns into a crocodile staff. Like it was two headed, and then yeah, it and it turns into one, like it's like half axe, half crocodile. Yeah. And I was like, if this is all we get, I'm going to be angry. Yeah. So he frees, he frees Amet, and of course Dave gets his giant crocodile monster. I get my giant crocodile. I was so happy. Yeah, Dave's text. I sent you a text me. at that moment, which is yeah, and I was confused. I was like, and you were like, I want the toy, I want the toy, I want the toy, and I was like. What is he? Oh, he's talking about Moon Knight. Must have. I was like, giant crocodile monster. And yeah, like, I, I post, I post, in my review, I posted, I got what I wanted. And someone's like, oh, well, I know what that means. Thanks for the spoiler. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, um, uh, Layla had she'd, stowed she'd, away. She'd stowed away. She'd dressed up like uh, like one of his uh, cultists. And Tawid actually talks to her through dead people. Yeah, which is great. Which is cool. Uh, there was a great moment before they got to the Giza Pyramid. Where uh, they get stopped by these soldiers. Uh, yeah, which Harrow's, is the scene I'm kind of referring to. Yeah, Harrow's, Harrow's group gets stopped by these soldiers. Um, and the soldier's like, I need to see your papers. And Harrow's got a, one of the coolest lines I've ever heard. Um, he's like, he's like, you don't need to see our papers. We need to see your souls. And then they just start killing people. And I was like, well, this is brilliant. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't kill people. They just judge them. They judge them. And, and, one, and everybody but one guy every, failed. Yeah, dear Lord. <laughs> Uh, but they go to the Giza and Layla, uh, Layla's in there because Tawit through the dead people tell them, tells her she's got a free you have to find Kanchu's statue and free him. And so she, you know, she watches them free, uh, Ahmet and she goes off to find the statues and she finds it. She finds the statue and she breaks it and Kanchu appears before her and basically says, you know, I, I don't sense Mark Spector on this earthly plane anymore. Uh, he's like, I need, you know, I can't do this alone. Be my avatar. Well, what he says is, you there needs to be an avatar that does it. Yeah, and she's like, no. She's like, you made Mark's every waking moment a nightmare. Absolutely not. And Kanchu just vanishes, and he goes to confront Ahmed. Uh, and at that point, Harrow's like, someone released him. Go find him. Well, there, now there's there's another cool scene that you kind of skipped, where uh, um, after Ahmed gets released. You know, she's like, 
she judges him. She judges Harrow, and she's like, "You, you aren't worthy. You, yeah. you failed." And he's like, "I, I really thought that my penance." Yeah. She's like, "Your scales are your penance." Yeah, yeah, his penance. No, 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 no. This was the thing with yeah, you. I know. Like, why does he put? Why does he put glass in his shoes? I'm like, he's doing penance. Yeah. And you're like, I don't think that's right. Penance. Uh, yeah. She tells him that. Uh, but she's, well, her whole thing is, I had a, I had a completely faithful. Avatar who scales perfectly balanced and he betrayed me. Yeah. So you're gonna be my you're gonna be my avatar. <coughs> so she makes him her avatar. And then Kanchu shows up. And then Kanchu shows up, and that's when he's like, Someone freed him, go find them. Um Is that what happened? Because yeah. I, I remember like the, the pyramid starts breaking. The pyramid starts breaking, yes. And she's trapped in like a corridor that's collapsing, and then Tawi She yells for Tawi and she's like, Can you Because Tawi had offered to make uh, uh, Layla, her avatar, and Layla's in the scene like, of the checkpoint. Oh God, no. Yeah, yeah, and now, like, now she's okay. like, I, I changed yeah. my mind. Yeah, I, you know, I, yeah. and I was so excited. She's like, I changed my mind. I want to be your avatar. And Toby's like, Yay! Yeah, and I was like, She's like, I have the perfect outfit in mind. And I'm sitting there going, Hippo night. Yeah, I was so excited. No, but that's not what happened. No, that's not what happened. Uh, but she becomes um, the, in the uh, comics. The character is called. Um, oh God! The uh, crimson, crimson scarab, crimson scarab, which in, in the comics is her father. Ah, yeah. Which I did not catch that until I was like, "Who is she actually supposed to be?" And I was like, "Oh, her father was the original one in the comics." I mean, so, most okay. people don't even know Moon Knight. True. You... I was like, "All right, cool, cool." Um, I, Dave was not impressed with her. I thought, she, I thought she was. No, 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 no. Okay, look, it's kind of a joke. I know, kind of, because you know me. Like, I like giant CGI crocodile monsters. Yes. Like the outfit is fine. It's cool. She's a very cool... You know, as a superhero, she's very cool. I like the moment... Where she saves, like, a, a truckload of women in the big fight. And, and the little girl's like, are you an Egyptian superhero? She's like, yes. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Like, if you were Egyptian, that would be cool. Yeah. It's it's fine. It's it's a little Wonder Woman-esque. But, I mean, come on, man. Hippo Knight. I know. Like, like I, I mean... It was a missed opportunity for Hippo Knight. I, you could have done something weird with it. But she's, <laughs> she's, she's kind of cool, but she's also, a, in my opinion, a little generic. That's yeah, all I'm yeah. saying. Um, she was she was a big big ass kicker because about that time, well, uh, she's got hippo powers. Hippopotamuses yeah. kill more people than Kanchu's about to be killed by Ahmed, Sir. and then Kanchu's like Mark Specter because Mark comes back to life, yeah. and Kanchu goes back to him and gives him back his powers, uh, and he suits up. and And he, what's interesting is now him and Steven are a package deal. Like they they switch between each other yeah. with no with no effort. Like, yeah. and Conchu's like, uh, Stephen, you know, Mr. Knight comes out and he's like, I wasn't talking to you, Stephen Grant. He's like, well, we're a package deal now, so take it or leave it there, buddy. He's like, you're going to free us after this. And Conchu's like, fair enough, done. And you're like, wow, you agreed to that way too easily. Uh, well, I, Mark, just, I just thought he was lying. Yeah, and Mark's <laughs> like, how do I get there? And he's like, well, I, I am still the god of the Knights of the Egypt sky. The night sky. Of the night sky. And he basically... Uses his powers to let Mark fly to the Pyramid of Giza, which was kind of cool. Yeah, he does the Batman keep thing. He does. Uh, was kind of neat, though. Yeah, Land, exactly. Lands on the pyramids as Harrow's on top of the pyramids, like, judging all of Cairo. He gives all of his followers the power. Yeah. And that he's like, start judging all of them. And they start judging everyone. Yeah. Um, and it's... Uh, He's on top of the pyramid, and here comes... Ahmet is feeding off the souls and getting bigger. Getting bigger. And then Kanchu shows up, so you've got this giant kaiju battle. Yeah. Uh, with while Moon Knight and Harrow are fighting on the pyramids, uh, which eventually leads them into Cairo, and Layla shows up, and so they start double teaming Harrow, and Harrow's, you know, getting the snot whipped out of him. 
Kind of, he's holding his own. He's holding his own. Um, and at one point, Layla's hand gets cat like Moon Knight's his battering his yeah, moonerang. His moonerang gets like Harrow knocks it away and it gets like locks her arm onto a truck and he's getting ready to kill her. And then all of a sudden he blacks out. Like Mark blacks out. Yeah, they do the thing that they did in like the first couple episodes where it, it does that stuttering yeah. thing and he's blacked out. Yeah. And then when it comes back, like everyone around him is dead. He's got Harrow like on the ground, beaten, bloody. And uh, he he goes, Stephen, was that you? And Stephen is you hear Stephen go, that was not me. Well, they had already established this in an earlier episode yeah. where where Mark blacked out. Yeah, and Layla's like, "What was that?" And Mark's like, "I have no idea." Um, but basically, Conchu's like, "Kill him, kill him," and Mark's like, "No." Well, first they uh, um, because they they I can't Layla had happens. asked, "How do we stop?" Okay, Hamet. Somehow Hamet breaks down and becomes like a dust gas thing and goes into Harrow. Well, that was that was Tawit says you you have to trap her into a mortal coil. Yeah, it's the only way to. Beat but I'm just her. saying, like that's that that's what happens, and then they they, they drag Harrow back into the, the the pyramid, throw him on a slab, and that's when Kanchu was like, "Kill him, kill him." Yeah, um, and he's like, "Absolutely not." And they basically they had him, you know, he gets arrested and put into a mental hospital. Well, that's a lovely moment. They they flash back to to Mark and Stephen are in Doctor Harrow's office. And it's, and it's like, and I was like, oh god, we're doing this again. But then they notice, as, and then Harrow's all kind of smug and blah blah yeah. blah. And you notice as he's walking, he's leaving bloody footprints. Yeah, and he's like, what's going on? And they're yeah. they're kind of like, oh, you're welcome to the party or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Like they kind of know, and then then they wake up, and it's like they're back in their apartment. Back in the apartment. Back there's there's, there's, there's two fish. The English apartment. Yeah. There's two, two fish. fish. The they're they're standing on the bed, and I was like, oh, he's tied to the post. He was yeah. tied to the post. Yeah. And they're like. What the hell happened? Yeah. And then they cut to Harrow's in a real psychological yeah. facility, or yeah. a real mental facility. Yeah. And the nurse is like, it's time to go back to your room. And suddenly you see this guy with black gloves in Spanish um, tells her, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. I, I didn't recognize him. the language. Yeah. Uh, I will take him. Uh, and he st- you know, you never see the face, but this starts wheeling him, like basically wheeling him out of the facility. And, and, you, Har- see, and you see and, down corridors, like dead people. Yeah, dead of. people. And Harold's like, what the hell? They get outside, they get to this white limo. The Got door. Your license plate? Yes, I did. Uh, the door. Well, you see, okay, what I, did you catch the name of the facility? No. It's uh, Bill Sequitz. Oh, okay. It was, Bill it was, it was yeah. Sequitz Hospital. Nice. I was like, well, that's a nice little, because he had a long run on Moon Knight. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, that's... Those of you who don't know, we're pronouncing the name totally wrong. Yeah. He's a very famous comic book artist. Yes. Um, but this person throws Harrow into the back of the, the limo. Throw him, but he, he roughly kind of dumps him into the... And here's Kanchu, dressed in a suit. He's kind of dressed like Mr. Knight. Yeah, kind of. And he's like, Kanchu? And he's like, hello, Harrow. And they have this conversation, and he's like, uh, I want to introduce you to... to no, some... no, he's like, he, 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 he kind of says, you know, Mark... Blah, blah, blah. Arrogantly thought... Mark's more damaged than he even knows. Yeah. Arrogantly thought that I was going to let him go. Or that I wanted his wife yeah. to be my, my avatar. Yeah. How amusing. And then the... Let me introduce you to my, my, my current avatar. Yeah. And then the little divider goes down. And it's Mark. Well, it's it's, 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 it's Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the third... He's the third personality that super nerds were waiting for the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Jake Lockley. Jake Lockley. And it, well, apparently he's Spanish. Uh, Are you sure it was? I thought it was uh, no, Egyptian. No, it's it's Spanish. Okay, um, I don't know he, these foreign he, languages. He pulls this gun up and just it flashes the outside. You hear, and you're like, "Well, Harrow's dead, and so is Ahmet, because <laughs> uh, uh, Lively has no qualms about killing people." 
No. So well, and that's actually the post credit. We, we yeah, it was the post credit because because it just ends. It originally ends with them in the apartment going, "What happened?" Yeah, and I was a little like, eh, "I didn't like that." Yeah, I was like, this, and, then this, the this is cheap. "And then the post credit happens and puts it all into perspective." Like, "Oh, okay, this is brilliant." You're like, "All right, well, I'm good. I'm now. on board. I'm cool." Yeah, I was a little it like, was, I, I think it was one of their better series. I, oh, I, I did. I agree. A lot of people didn't like it because it. I and it's weird because I think it's because I'm rolling my eyes. I know. No, but I mean, it's a, it's a, it's not official medium, Jason. Well, I know, I know. Uh, but it's interesting. I, I loved it more for the fact that it really it had no ties to the greater MCU. It didn't reference any of the greater MCU. There were no like setups for Moon Knight to appear in a movie like they've done in the past with the MCU series. Uh, they're not setting up anything with the MCU. Like it was just this standalone introduction to this character that felt like its own story. You know what? I, you know what? I'm thinking about it. You know what I kind of liked is it was. An origin story without being an origin story. Yes, you know. Yeah, I think I think that really worked. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Um, I, I I mean I I didn't like or dislike that it tied in with the MCU. I was fine either way. Right. I mean, right. I, I, yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, it's probably not my favorite. I think I still like Hawkeye the best. Yeah, yeah. But it's probably my second favorite. Yeah, that uh, and Loki are like jostling for a second favorite. For second favorite, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it though. I, I, oh, I too. I've always liked the character Moon Knight. I like what they've done. I've I never... like this realistic representation of, you know, of multiple personalities. Like it's just, yeah. um, it's it's very it's a very interesting take. I love the fact, of course, the director of the series is Egyptian, um, and they they presented Egypt as real Egypt because the, the director in interviews has said, you know, we um, he's like I was so mad at Wonder Woman eighty four. He's like because there's they part of that movie takes place in Egypt and it looked so fake and so dumb. Well, there's a the whole thing about the filter. They always use like yeah, a yellow this, filter. Yeah, he's like it's that, desert. Yeah, he's like that's not what Egypt looks like. He's like what we showed you, streets of Cairo. He's like that is Egypt. He's like it's it's bright, it's sunny, it's it's colorful. It's a it's modern like, yeah, city. It's a modern city. He's like so we we showed you the real Egypt rather than you know they they shoot the this weird dusty yeah yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, even the desert scenes had a lot of color, a lot of vibrancy. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was a gorgeous series. Oh, yeah. It was beautifully done. Yeah, I, I you know, I had no particular attachment. Moon Knight's a character that I, I know exists. I've heard that people that, that are into comics, there are several characters that people who are into comics, like, think are really good, but yeah. don't really get the attention that's, they deserve. That's Danny's favorite Marvel character. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think it was a really good show. It was I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I did too. I'm, I'm curious to see what the future holds for the character. Um, hopefully we'll get a series too, because this was supposed to be like a limited series. Because uh, at the end of it, there was no, you know, Moon Knight will return. None of that. Like, so we don't... Have they done that on the shows? Yes, because at the end of Loki, it said Loki will be return. Well, Loki, Loki had a literal cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. Like the rest, I don't remember that being... WandaVision won't get a second season, because there's no need for it. No. Uh, Hawkeye... Well, probably won't get a second season because they've set up everything they need to set up. Yeah, I mean, if they um, do, it'll probably be Kate focused. Yeah, um, or she'll get a movie. We know Falcon and Winter Soldier is just basically going to roll over into the new Captain America movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, Loki was the only series they've done so far that's like we'll return for season two. And and the creator immediately walked away and said, "I've done all I needed to do." I'm like, cliffhanger. Yeah, you left on the cliffhanger, dick. What? Well, uh, we know we're getting. We'll probably get more. What if? Well, what if is like okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else we. I guess that's all the series we've seen so far, isn't it? Yeah. And then we're we're still due for uh, 
Ms. Marvel and uh, She-Hulk. Sooner than later, I think She-Hulk might be next spring. Next spring? I think. I think it's. Wow. I think it's. I think it's still a little ways away. Well, we need to get Mar. We need to get Miss Marvel sometime soon. Uh, Miss Marvel, I think, is July. Okay. July or August. So. But the, that one should be good too. But I'm sure all of the all of the angry internet neckbeards will complain about that one too. Well, uh, look. The MCU. I look. I'm, I know I'm, you have certain qualms about no, some no, of the it, things. It's, but. it's just, I, like, I, I take them as they come. Right. Like, I, yeah, I hear that stuff, and, and there is definitely a trend. But, you know, that like, I love Kate. Um, oh, Kate's an amazing character. Yeah, I, I love Kate. You know, I generally like She-Hulk as a character. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm open to that one. Ms. Marvel is, is a decent character. Like, she, the thing about Ms. Marvel is that character started off strong. There's, there's a lot of characters that started off strong, and then... The writing got political, and the criticism got it got political yeah, both yeah, sides. Yeah, yeah, but she was a character like her early run is actually really good. Yeah, you know, so um, America Chavez's early run was really good. Yeah, so a lot of people are like, it's like, well, maybe it's more focused on the early stuff than the later stuff. I don't yeah. know. so ah, well, there, there you go, guys. That's uh, that'll wrap up the show for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse right. of Madness. Uh, which I'm looking forward to. We'll talk about that in depth, and then I whatever else comes our uh, comes our way. So uh, uh, until Hi. next time, David. You don't have to go home. You can't stay here. Uh, the toy bar pizza is closed. Uh, peace out.